There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new Igo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technology. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow. Let's go! 24 hours ago, we were just leaving the studio after the old firm game Rangers blew away Celtic and blew away Celtic's treble chances. So it's going to be Rangers against Hearts May the 21st for the Scottish Cup final. This is the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Welcome on board, Macklin. Uh, Barry Ferguson is here. Barry, did you stay here overnight celebrating after that win just up the road or did you finally uh, make it home? No, I made it home straight after the game, Paul. Um, <laughs> the Easter <laughs> celebrations there, home. yep. Uh, and and I just relaxed last night. But listen, in, in terms of the result for Rangers, it was it was massive. It was massive mm. for the manager. It was massive for the players. It was massive for the supporters. Um, and I said after the game against Braga, it was a good week, but it could be an exceptional week uh, if they get past Celtic. Um, now they're into the Scottish Cup final. Um, it's not won yet. They're going to be playing against a very good Hearts team. Um, but look, yesterday. Rangers, for me, thoroughly deserved to go through into the final. Certainly did. Mark, it was no laughing matter, though, for Celtic. And a lot of people saying today what's happened to their team. They had, what, eight days off. They looked yeah. tired. Rangers had played 120 minutes on Thursday night. We all know the story. Yeah. What happened to Celtic? Uh, the big players, middle to front, Paul, just didn't turn up. Um, you know, players that are usually very effective um, in old firm games. Glasgow Derby games, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> um, you know, from Tom Rogic to Maida to Jota um, Kyogo when he came off the bench James Forrest when he came off the bench Hitati wasn't on it um, either so you know middle to front you've got to go and um, win the game you've got to go and impose yourself in the game and keep Rangers pinned back and um, Celtic just didn't do that but it's been an exceptional season they're not off the line yet in the league they will get off the line uh, to win the league and, and that's the main prize but credit to Rangers yesterday Paul they deserve to win the game and credit to Giovanni Van Bronckhorst as Barry said that was a big win for him and he needed it in the eyes of some of his own supporters Giovanni Van Bronckhorst needed that yesterday and it's been an exceptional week for Rangers but Celtic will bounce back and they'll win the league You reckon they'll still win the league? Yeah. Barry, that is the question I know you were surprised were you surprised how poor Celtic were? I know Rangers didn't make it easy for them but were you surprised the way yeah, well, they played look, I thought Rangers were, were very good in the game and sometimes it's easy to say Celtic were poor but you've got to give Rangers credit but looking at the game I've got to be honest with you over the, fa- the, the last five or so months Paul I've been so impressed with, with Celtic um, going forward the pace that they played uh, they play at but yesterday uh, they didn't bring it to the, the, the game um, and that's where you've got to give um, Rangers credit a lot of people thought Rangers would have been tired after the 120 minutes against Braga on Thursday night um, but look in terms of Celtic yep they were off it no doubt about it but as Mark just says there over the, the last 5 or 6 months they have been in unbelievable form domestically 
and that's where you've got to give Rangers credit because they beat a very good and an informed Celtic team Loads of calls coming in 0808 17 17 700 The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors First caller Sean Garthamluck Sean good evening How are we doing guys? Yeah good thanks How are you? Ah, oh, brilliant! I never got into five o'clock this morning, so what a party we <laughs> Where did you end up? Nobody won't ask. Right, Sean, One what are you? The neighbours, All right, good, good man. Um, so, what did you make of it then? When did you think this is going to be Rangers' day? See, to be honest, I was all up for it, but see, when it got down to like ten minutes before kickoff, I wouldn't put in a spot. My master was very nervous. I was mm-hmm. starting to panic. But to Rangers to get to the final of the Scottish Cup, get to the semi-finals of the Europa League, but ninety percent of people probably wouldn't think it would happen. I think this could be a great season for Rangers. Lots of your colleagues, you know, your other Rangers fans, two weeks ago were saying GVB is he the right man for the job? Well, if he wins the Europa League and the Scottish Cup, aye. But I understand that some Rangers fans that have been on. Uh, radio station says if Gio doesn't win any tops and finish him second in the league a lot of Rangers fans uh, don't accept that so so it's up it's up, just up to people's opinions but I'll stick by on the now Man of the match Barry you called it John Lindstrom yeah again Paul I watched the full game uh, today because you know what it's like you watch it sometimes you're in the studio you miss parts of it I've got to be honest with you, he was mm. exceptional. He was even better than I thought he was. Um, and, and Martin had mentioned to his man in match was Tavernier. I also had a very good game, but John Lundstrom, for me, covered every single blade of grass on that pitch. In terms of getting about the pitch, he, he was he was exceptional after playing mm-hmm. that 120 minutes. On the ball as well, as I said, I don't think he gets enough credit. On the ball, he is very, very good. He can pass it left or right. His range of passing is exceptional. Short, long, diags, and obviously now um, he's he's getting attempts on goal. But for me, he was a standout performer yesterday. The best player on the pitch. He ran the he ran the midfield, and that's what I, I always say. It. I think most games are won and lost in the midfield area. And you look at both midfields, Lundstrom, Jack. And Ramsey against McGregor, Hatati and Rogic. Lot of quality there. Lot of quality. Rangers stopped Celtic in that midfield and John Lundstrom was a massive part of that. And Derek, a Rangers fan, is on as well. Stay with us, Sean. And the substitutions work. Derek, good evening. Hey, good evening, Paul. Good evening, panel. Yeah, I think Rangers can win the two cups. What do you think? Yes. So you think... Uh, 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 Barry... I know you're losing some of outstanding yesterday, but I also think Calvin Bassett, the way he man-marked Roddick right out of the game yesterday, he was probably a very close man of the match as well. Yeah, listen, Derek. There was a few. Look, there was a few outstanding performances. Look, I think everybody um, had a, a very good game, but the three that I thought were were a standout were Bassett, Tavernier, and Lundstrom. And I went with Lundstrom. I watched the game again the day, Derek. And, and to be honest with you. He, he was he stood out like a sore thumb and I'm de- I'm delighted for him because I don't know what you thought the first six months I, I know a lot of Rangers fans weren't sure of him but now he's starting to show Derek what a top midfielder he is I think with Rangers fans especially if you have one or two bad games they're right top of you mm-hmm. people's got to remember he came from Sheffield United to every man back behind the ball when Rangers are doing most of the attacking he had to probably adjust his game slightly 
Mm-hmm. Mark, 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 you said you still think Celtic will win the league. Sean, do you think that is the case, that that six points plus the goal difference is going to be too much? I think it's too much. I think Celtic's won the league, yeah. Derek, what do you feel? Uh, Depending on this weekend, because if Ross County might give them a game and if we could win, then it's down to three points. You know, you've got the goal difference, but if Rangers could beat them, Mm -hmm. then you never know. You could have another helicopter sitting in your hands. Going to Glasgow Airport, <laughs> Mark. You, you could, what you've also got to remember is Celtic Rangers are looking for Celtic to drop points. Now, Rangers can only affect that in one game. That's a game at Celtic Park on May the first. It's a big ask for Rangers to win all five games, particularly when they've got a European semi-final as well to, to take care of against Leipzig. So it's always yeah, Celtic might drop points, but are Rangers going to win five out of five? That's a big ask. That's why I think Celtic will win. The title. How many points are won it by? I don't know. Another thing about yesterday, Paul. That's the fourth time Celtic and Rangers have played this season. And apart from the first forty-five minutes at Celtic Park, where Celtic destroyed Rangers to go three 0 up, every other game's been a goal yeah. in it, mm-hmm. and it's been really tight. Mm-hmm. Could be a flip of the coin, which is great for Scottish football. So I think when you know when both um, managers and both boards are assessing everything in the summer in terms of what needs to be done you know, they'll be mindful of that you know, it is very very tight just now between between Celtic and Rangers Barry what do you think you, you hadn't given up on the title but you were saying before the game yesterday they had to win in the cup because they're unlikely to win it what do you feel now? It's going to be very hard look I'll start, you never know in football I, look what Derek's just mentioned that this weekend could be a turning point Celtic are going up to a difficult place in, in uh, Ross County who have got a top manager who are in the top six tough team to play against so you never know but also on the flip side the other Rangers have got to go yeah. to a far part which is a difficult place yep. um, and it's a big ask for Rangers to win these five games when Mark's just mentioned where they're involved in Europa League yep. um, is there going to be a few drop points yep I, I do mm-hmm. I, I think there will be who's going to drop the points who knows in terms of Celtic They've been so dominant since September. Mm-hmm. They've been unbeaten since, unbeaten. since yep. uh, September. Uh, How are they going to Barry, react? Barry, a big turning point yesterday was a vicar miss. Yeah. Before yeah, we spoke about that, Derek. Sometimes sometimes you need a wee bit of luck to, to go into finals or whatever, and I think Rangers got that wee slice of luck with, with Vickers obviously smashing it off the bar. If that goes into the back of the net, then... I think Celtic are going to win the, the final, no doubt about it. So sometimes you need that wee slice of luck. Um, and Rangers got that yesterday and after that hit the bar, then they gained control of the game for me. Uh-huh. Derek Lundstrom, 101 minutes, then the other night, 120 minutes. When you think about the fitness, and I'm going to ask Barry in a second or two, but Derek, what would you say about your team? Because you are very objective, you're critical at times, but how did uh-huh. you manage to get that energy over the two games within, what, three and a half days? I, I think they would have been cloud nine after getting mm. to Europa League semi-final. And I was very surprised, Paul, how aggressive they were yesterday, yeah. crunching into tackles. Mm. Uh, and right up, up for the Celtic game, I think they knew that they owed a big performance to the fans yesterday. Mm. Sean, do you agree with that? The fans deserved more from Rangers, having been hammered at Celtic Park, what, just two and a half months ago? I, I agree, I think it was a big difference yesterday, the Rangers looked up for it and I was actually surprised even it went extra time, I thought Rangers would have probably struggled because obviously playing extra time a couple of days before but I thought Rangers looked 
Good gesture, so I'm happy with Bring that to Barry finally. But before that, Mark, I mean, that's what everyone was saying. Rangers has been really tough there. Sure, we did say there could be that the energy given by the fact, hey, we're in a European final, but it was remarkable. And yet, in Celtic, had a week off, but they looked more tired. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I think we said in the studio yesterday. You know, it was like Celtic were were, were hanging on mm-hmm. yeah, before Rangers did get the the what turned out to be the the winning goal. Um, Rangers had Celtic pinned back. They looked very comfortable. They looked more on it. Celtic just when you, when you assess it, I don't know if Barry agrees. He's watched the game back today, but there just wasn't a good enough outball for Celtic. The ball just kept it wasn't sticking up front at all. It just kept coming back. Kyogo for all for all his skill and he's and he's a top top player. Yeah. We're not we're no doubting that. But he just didn't get apart from when the uh, Goldson took him at the game at the edge of the box and he get he, he get booked for that. There was nothing else. Kyogo didn't have an effect on the game at all. Jota was in it a wee bit at the start. Maeda, uh, um, but there was nothing really there from Celtic up front and Rangers I think just sensing that the game was there for the taking there's also that element as well that, that was spoken about that Rangers kind of needed to win it I think the Scottish I said it before the Scottish Cup was their best chance of winning a trophy this season they're now you could argue they've got one hand on it although Hearts and Rangers are going to be a fantastic final Europa League is a dream uh, there's no doubt about it it's there for them but I think the Scottish Cup's more realistic in the league I think there's less than a 10% chance of Rangers uh, winning the league but credit to Rangers yesterday and to come from a goal down I thought if Celtic scored first that would be, it'd be game over but to come from a goal down uh, and win the tie yesterday speaks volumes for them Barry, yeah. it was a performance full of character and, and desire and what, what they done yesterday they suffocated Celtic the spe- Celtic like spaces to play in Rangers denied them that and in terms of their, their energy levels you've got to give credit to the players the staff behind the scenes in terms of the medical staff because um, to play 120 minutes twice in three days that tells you what type of athletes these, these guys are um, and as I said going into extra time that last certainly the last 15 minutes of extra time Rangers looked a stronger team Here's the manager. You know, very proud moment for me as a coach to see my my team play like that. You know, we had to uh, had to dig deep after a demanding uh, game against Braga. I think today our character was was phenomenal, and especially you know because we knew Celtic were were fresh, they were coming at us. You know, knowing that, I think the the guys did uh, did, did did terrific. Ange Postecoglou. Yeah, obviously disappointed at the outcome. Um, you know, an opportunity to. To get to the final, which we didn't take. I guess the typical semi-final, a uh, very tight game between uh, both teams, and uh, just decided by moments in the game. And you know, we had our moments, they had theirs, and uh, you know, unfortunately, they're the ones that um, got over the line. Good to see the managers uh, beforehand, and also more importantly at the end, Barry. That there was yeah, the kind there, of look, there's respect between yeah, the two of them. You can it's see clear, that. Clearly yeah. see that, and it's a good thing to see. And I think that's always always the case. Once the whistle goes, you're desperate for your team to. To, to win but look there's, there's genuine respect between um, Van Bronckhurst and Posta Coglu no doubt about that and Sean that's what you want to see isn't it oh definitely but I'm going to ask something to Derek um, he's just gone he's I think he's off to he's work gone, I think he's I'll, on the late I'll shift you, right, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you two right see if Rangers started the season and you could write a season say Rangers to maybe um, get to the final of the Europa League or win the FPL what would you, what do you think would be better for the Rangers as a season? I would go to the Europa League. Okay, you'd go to the Europa League. Barry? I'm going to disagree. I've got oh, to go for the league. Know. 
But it's that because in Scotland we are too small-minded. We think it's all about domestic and we don't look at Europe the way that we maybe used to. No, well, I, I don't know, but I'm just giving you my yeah, thing honest opinion. as yeah. I want to win the league. Listen, why? Why, why more the Scottish league than winning? That's your bread and butter. That's your bread and butter. Every week, mm-hmm. round the season. Yeah, Mark, what do you think? Are you surprised uh, no, by Barry uh, saying that? Well, I, I, I'm a wee bit, but I, I remember Roy, Roy Keenan telling a couple of weeks ago saying the exact same thing about Man United. Yeah, it was great winning European Cups or Champions League, whatever they were called at a particular time. But he wanted to do over 38 games, yep. you know, week in, week out. I, I would say, uh, a, at this moment, because the Europa League also gets you into the Champions League, consider now there's 35, 40 million quid up for grabs. I would say for this season, if you say at the start, uh, as much as Rangers would want to retain the title, I get that to show that they can do two in a row and win it back to back, etc., etc. But for Rangers, if they make it to Seville on May the 18th and they play against West Ham and Antwerp Frankfurt mm-hmm. and they win that, I would go for the Europa League this season, right. uh, Paul, because it also gets you into the If there was no Champions League at the end of the Europa League, I would say the league all day long because mm-hmm. financially it's hell of important. Um, but I would say this time I'd go for the Europa League. I can understand it. Yeah, I can see it both ways. Sean, yeah, what, see, see, yeah. see now, yeah. we, we, what four weeks, five weeks to yeah. go. I would start. I would. I would still want the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rather than yeah, the Europa League. Mm-hmm. Well, you've won it. You got to a European and final as well. Took yeah. mm-hmm. It's over thirty-eight games. It's sure. a longer period. Yeah. Okay. You you go away to places where it's difficult. Going through the winter months. Um, I, just for me, that that's my honest opinion. Look, people might be different. But I, I, I'm just saying what I would rather um, win would be the league championship. Quite a few people on social media and on the socials overnight were going on about the referee Bobby Madden, mainly mm. Celtic fans, not happy with it. What do you feel, Mark? Do you feel that he was too lenient on John Lindstrom? Uh, he was lenient a couple of times in the second half. I think we called it out um, during the game. A couple of times he, he, he should have, not could have, should yeah. have produced um, yellow cards and chose not to. Um, is his perf- was, sorry, was Bobby's performance as bad as some people are making out? No, I don't think it was. Um, but, you know, sometimes when, when your team loses in, in the heat of the moment, you're looking for things other than actually just putting yeah. the spotlight on your team and, and, and looking there um, so I think in the cold light of day and reflection yes Bobby Madden didn't have a good game but was he any worse than, than the the lack of effect that mm. Tom Rogic mm. or Maida or Kyogo had in the game did then, it affect then, the outcome then no I don't, I don't think it did particularly you know, I'm not always sure about that argument as you know did they deny Celtic a Stonewall penalty or should Lundstrom be given a straight I don't go in for that just over yeah. the piece did Bobby Madden have a good game? No, I don't think he did. Was it as bad as people, Celtic supporters are making out? No, I don't think it was, or other or pundits. Um, but if you want to look at the 90 minutes, the most important thing, whether you're Ange Postacoglu, a Celtic player, a Celtic supporter, did your team deserve to win it? Did they play well enough to win it? Did the big players turn up to win the game? The answer on all three fronts is no. Negative. The, the incidents Barry. we're yep. talking about, so obviously yeah. John Lundstrom's two tackles. Yeah. And Kmar Ruth, yeah. where I see a couple of pundits saying he should have got a red card. Kmar Ruth is a yellow card all day long. The strikers tackle. John Lundstrom, should they have been booked? Yes, yep. the first one. Mm-hmm. Yep. But see if he gets booked the first one, he doesn't make the second one. Because he's an intelligent football player. Um, he should have booked him, but he's got away with it. And then Lundstrom's obviously went in for another tackle. Should they have been booked for that? Yes, he should have. But in terms of Bobby Madden, again, it's, it's all about the referee and uh, the referee yeah. doesn't lose sure. games. 
Yep. It's I don't Bobby Madden that if you remember yeah. back when Celtic won three 0 you know there, there, there was a, like if you want to call it an inquiry about yeah. the first goal where he's uh-huh. going to consult the yeah, line yeah, and then the yeah. goal was given were Celtic fans complaining then did Rangers yeah. fancy that cost them the game etc yeah. et so look unfortunately yeah. because we said it before the game I highlighted mm-hmm. it I hope I'm not mm-hmm. talking about Bobby Madden because Willie Collum controlled yeah. the game brilliantly at Ibrox a few weeks ago when Celtic won 2-1 so there's Celtic supporters and pundits talking about Bobby Madden which is unfortunate but for me it doesn't take away from the main point of yesterday which is I think Rangers deserve to win the game and be in the cup final. Sean, you were up till five this morning. Make sure you stay awake till at least seven. Okay, stay with us. Yeah, Th- well, buddy. Thanks very Good much. Sean. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Zero percent event is on now across all used cars. Let's go. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show, the holiday Monday. Happy Easter, everyone. If you weren't with us yesterday, hope you're having a good day. Good weather, actually, Barry. We woke up this morning, it was wet in Lanarkshire, but ended up a great day. It was raining this morning, but it's turned out to be a a, a beautiful day. Um, (laughs) Hopefully that's the nice weather starting to come in now, Paul. Springing your step today for Rangers with that win yesterday, and I think also after Thursday night as well, through to a European semi-final. Listening to Rangers fans phoning in, it's as if they now realise... They've got to a European semi-final. I agree with you. Most people here think about the domestic. They think about winning the SPFL. It's a brilliant achievement. After the defeat against Braga, I said it yesterday, it was a huge week for the manager. He was under a bit of pressure. Um, The players, I'm sure, were under a bit of pressure as well. But they delivered. It was a big week for them. Three good wins, one away to St Mern in the league. A brilliant performance against Braggett should have been put to bed within the 90 minutes but it wasn't but they continued to go and, and got the goal in, in extra time and then yesterday after the first initial 20 minutes I thought Rangers really grew into the game and it was interesting I read a, a comment um, an interview sorry with, with Golson Connor Golson they were asking him did you feel tired he, he felt just before the game he was really tired until the whistle mm-hmm. went and then he just kind of with the energy mm-hmm. the, the support and the atmosphere of the stadium and that's one of the things that I'm sure got the Rangers players through the, the atmosphere and the occasion because mm-hmm. you're playing against Celtic who are an unbelievable form domestically mm-hmm. split right down the middle 25,000 fans each um, you're a semi-final you're at Hamden and that's what I believe that got the, the Rangers players through because they knew how important it was so important that because if they get beat yesterday mm-hmm. It could have turned. It could turn out to be a, a, a poor season. You missed. Um, you missed out one thing. What about the Lucasade? I see. You said he had Lucasade. <laughs> Is that just a commercial deal, or did you ever take anything? Get into energy gels. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's yeah. there's all sorts, but yeah. I mean they're, they're really well looked after. But you've got to give the players credit. credit. Yeah. I mean it just shows how fit these these guys are. How well they look after. Um, themselves uh, and they're proper athletes proper athletes and to do that in the space of three days is a, an um, amazing achievement amazing achievement so we had a couple of Rangers fans on we heard a bit from GVB more coming from him let's look at Celtic for a few moments then they went into hadn't been de- beaten domestically since last September we're now in the middle of the second half of April big questions about Celtic after yesterday or would that be panic say Calm down, it's one defeat. Uh, here's Ange Postacoglu and his assessment uh, about that semi-final pressure. Yeah, but again, you know, that's me sort of looking at it in, in the isolation of just a game of football. But, you know, it's not a game of football, it's, it's a semi-final. And like I said, it's just human nature for people to to feel that every action you take out there could have 
big consequences in terms of being knocked out of the competition. So that, like I said, plays a little bit more conservative in all their actions in terms of you know, the way we played our football, the way we pressed, um, all those kind of things. You know, you, you don't do it with the freedom. Maybe you do it in a in a league game. But you know, within that context, like I said, I I didn't feel at any stage we were out of control. I just thought um, you know it wasn't a game where probably in, in extra time you know, after they scored, I thought we we lost our way a little bit. I thought we could have been a bit more disciplined just to stick to our principles. But again, that's you know obviously the players were feeling disappointment of falling behind. Mark, what would you say on that? Celtic noted for the, the energy and the high press. It wasn't there. A bad uh, Jota as well was wasteful. Yeah. They just weren't on it. <clears throat> I was very surprised. I, th- I think we all were, you know, to, to be honest, because, uh, you know, I was at Celtic against St. Johnson the, the, the previous week and the energy levels, you know, from the first minute until the last, the seven goals, it could have been more. So you felt, if anything, Celtic were getting into this game on a high, be feeling good about themselves, a good week's preparation, Kyogre and another five or six training sessions under his belt. Rangers were also coming into the game on a high because of what they achieved on Thursday, but eventually thought that Thursday's exertions would take its toll um, on Rangers, but it didn't do that. So in one respect, Celtic, you could just say, really just didn't turn up yesterday I think middle to front defensively they were fine yeah Rangers had a few chances but you know they, they, they were fine but middle to front where you need to go and win the game it just didn't happen it didn't click for them I think part of that was down as well you know Rangers were were, were solid you know they really were they put in a hell of a shift you know the back four and the, and the three or the two main central uh, midfielders kind of more of the holding type so they really worked hard to to limit Celtic um, and you know what as the manager said there, as you've highlighted there, Paul, it's their first domestic defeat in eight months. It's not a bad innings. Um, mm. And it just goes to show you how hard it is to win a treble and how you should yep. never take them for granted. And when they do come around, back-to-backs under Brendan Rodgers, back-to-backs under Neil Lennon, mm. you know, for, for as much as you know, Neil Lennon has been vilified by a lot of the Celtic supporters um, because of what happened last season, he did win uh, two trebles, Okay, call it one and a half trebles, but nonetheless, it shows you how difficult it is to do it. But in the cold light of day, once it settles down, and Ange Postecoglou and the Celtic players and the Celtic supporters arrive in Dingwall on Sunday afternoon, it's business back on again. They will go and get the league title over the line. And when you consider again, you reflect in the cold light of day, where Celtic were nine months ago, ten months ago, this time last year, they'd just been hammered 4 1 by Rangers in a Scottish Cup tie. Um, Celtic's in a very, very good place and they're going to go on and win the title, which is the most important thing. Ange said it was a tight game. It's just the nature of, you know, cup football, semi-final. It's never going to be open games. You know, players know what's at stake. They know the, the consequences of action. So, you know, both teams tend to play fairly conservative. So it's not an open game and we kind of knew that. We just had to stay, like I said, disciplined in our approach and wait for our moments. And when they came, we had to capitalise and... Um, we did on one occasion, but not on others. And uh, as I said, an extra time they capitalised on theirs. Barry, do you agree it was a tight game? Yeah, I, I thought Celtic had the better of the first 20 or so minutes. But then after that, I thought Rangers um, gained control of it. Especially the midfield, yep, you said. I think yeah. when Celtic went ahead through uh, Taylor scoring the goal, mm. I thought then Celtic got a lift after that. Giovanni then made the substitutions which I think made a, a massive difference Stephen Davis and Scott Arfield um, so yeah I, I thought Rangers were in control uh, the vast majority of the, of the game um, in terms of Celtic we are, listen I'll take one defeat every six or seven months mm. 
it's a fair it's a fair run the worry um, for Celtic fans is though is this now have they peaked too soon a month too soon well it's been six or seven months since I've been defeated uh, um, domestically so it'll be interesting to see how they respond my honest opinion I think very good teams respond straight away um, the only problem that Celtic have got they've got a week to wait yep which is not as a player I know myself when you have a defeat and it hurts you you want a game as, as quickly as, as, yeah. as possible mm. so I would suspect that training's going to be bang at it um, and we just need to wait and see what, what happens over the next five games because it'll be interesting I think to see how Celtic mm. respond but I think they've got enough and they're enough experience and enough quality um, to respond up at Ross County Celtic fans give us a call 08 08 17 17 700 Mark are they missing the cut and thrust of playing twice a week because Rangers have blown away the argument so far yeah. of uh, you know playing not just 90 minutes on Thursday night 120 yeah I mean yeah I mean look there's no doubt that Celtic would rather still be involved in European competition whether that be the, the European sure. Conference League or of course you would as a footballer as a manager as a supporter you want to be playing as many games as possible, games that mean something. So yeah, of course, um, Celtic would still rather be in European football. They're not, so they've got to deal with what's in front of them. But from the evidence of Ange Postacoglu and that Celtic team with, with, with Callum McGregor uh, leading it, you know, with a guy like Joe Hart there, Cameron Carter, Vickers, Tom, Tom Rogic, they're not going to slip up. They will not slip up. Celtic will go on... And, and win the title it wouldn't surprise me if Celtic won the, the, the last five games and actually just really go on and hammer home a message between now uh, and the end of the season another thing as well that the, the point that Conor Goldson made about coming out and, and feeling an energy coming from the 25,000 Rangers supporter which helped him and I totally get that I, I believe that 100% Rangers won't have that in the in the next Old Firm game they've come back from a game against Leipzig to Celtic Park on the Sunday and it'll be 59,000 Celtic fans and whatever it is 7 or 800 Rangers fans so they won't feel that energy on the back of a of a tiring um, European um, fixture but anyway look to get back to it Rangers deserve to win yesterday but do I think this is you know in any shape or form a sign that Celtic might um, throw away the title Absolutely not. I expect Celtic to go and win the next five games. Ange was asked about the tiredness aspect for Rangers. Did he buy that before the game? No, I think people make too much of that stuff. I think, um, so, you know, at the end of the day, it's um, two teams giving everything up until the, the final minute. That there's there's so much at stake that I don't think you know, it's got to do with tiredness or anything. I, I think all you know, all <clears throat> 28, 29, 30 players that came on today gave everything they they could, and I think that's what you expect in this kind of game. We certainly didn't expect. To, to be running over the opposition I think that's um, yeah that's not how it works you summed it up well Barry you'd agree about the tiredness yeah the, uh, listen the, it's not physically so it, it's mentally at times that, that that's what it's tough but listen as I said nowadays certainly now players are, are athletes that, I, I was concerned if I'd be honest with you get into extra time no see if it was 90 minutes I wouldn't have I've been it wouldn't even been in the back of my mind because you've got that extra half hour Yep, it will take a lot out of them but look again you're, you're playing in the semi-final at a national stadium against Celtic um, and you, you read what Conor Golson said you felt that as soon as it went out yeah the tiredness phew, away it disappeared. went disappeared yep yep and that's the way it, that's the way it goes as a, a footballer I've had it myself you feel tired going into games once you step on the pitch hear the atmosphere then it's erased for your, for your mind the substitutes Rangers won the battle of substitutions. I mean, Celtic did 
see an effect, Mark, when they made the early changes, but yeah. when Rangers made the, the changes, Arfield, Davis, for example, and here's GVB speaking about the, the goal scorer. Of course, Scott you know, Arfield. Scott is always trying uh, to score. He, he missed some uh, very good chance on, on Thursday, and uh, but, you know, he, he's always uh, a player who can come in those uh, those spaces and, and, and try to score, so today he did perfectly, so I'm really happy for him, but, you know, happy for all of us that, uh, that he scored the equaliser. Mark, get him a, a new contract. Oh, it was a great finish. I mean, yeah. it really was. You look, you look back and it, it was a superb yeah. uh, finish. You know the way that um, you know. First of all, a great fifty-yard diagonal pass from Conor Goldson, the pass of the game. As I said yesterday, James Tavernier just managed to nick that wee yard yeah. on Maida, which has allowed him to drill it across. Mm-hmm. It's a poor touch by Kemar Roof, <laughs> but it's worked well. And uh, Arfield, who scored a lot of big goals for Rangers during his career, and, and yes, does he deserve a new contract? Uh, absolutely, and I'm sure that's one that uh, that Giovanni van Bronckhorst will want to get over the line as quickly as possible. Barry, if you're Douglas Park, what are you doing today? Yeah, about Scott Arfield, putting him on a, a year's extension, no doubt about it. Is he going to play every game? Because he's getting to that age, probably not. But what a player to have um, to come off and the impact that. He made yesterday we should because he got the equaliser to take it any extra time and, and Stephen Davis again I know I keep I yeah. keep talking about him but yeah. I watched the game again today and just just a real cat I keep using it it's flawless just calm eyes it was just flawless yesterday and it's like he settles everybody round about him mm-hmm. it's like everybody's at ease when he mm-hmm. comes on no oh, devil's there mm-hmm. right we're going to be fine just keeps the game really simple but so effective we said about the on the bench they both had strong squads is it because it's a defeat mark that the Celtic squad didn't look as strong afterwards when you look back at it they didn't have enough players who could uh, Riley came on terrific mm-hmm. player mm-hmm. immense against St Johnson but just couldn't have the effect in the game that you thought he might you know, yeah yeah. But I mean I, th- I actually thought Riley wasn't too bad um, yeah. compared to some no, of the other uh, Celtic yeah. players um, but probably just missing that that option like, like Jack Amakis they missed um, him yeah I yeah. mean you remember back when, when Celtic beat Rangers you know, Jack Amakis led the line really really well I mean he really did you know he's pivotal to what happened uh, for Celtic that night so they didn't have that different option you're looking at Kyogo yesterday and you can clearly see why he didn't start the game and, that, and that's that's not a criticism of Kyogo he's been out for four months with a hamstring injury he's up against you know a well-oiled Rangers back four um, and he just found it difficult um, to get into the game probably wasn't a great service to him either that kind of you know I think he's, he's quicker in mind than he is on the deck if that yeah, makes sense sure. but even then he just looked maybe as if he was just holding back a wee touch maybe the hamstring still playing in his mind a wee bit a couple of times he could have mm-hmm. been racing um, for balls but he healed a bit between um, his teeth but the Celtic squad is still strong but I think they missed the option, whether it was starting with Jackie Marcus or having him to come off the bench just to give them that that different dimension. Barry, Jackie Marcus? Yeah, I, I didn't think I would say that, but they mm. did. They, yeah. they missed it. I mean, he, he's a, a, a total different player um, to obviously Maeda and, and Kyogo. Um, he, he's a physical presence. Listen, in, inside the 18-yard box, very similar. If you watch the goals that he scored, he's a penalty box striker. Um, in terms of Kyogo, I think you'll start to see him in the next couple of weeks. Going, but he, look, he was off it by a by a yard. But what do you expect when the guy's had a, a serious hamstring injury? Yep. He's, he's been out, and um, and you can see why. I mean, a lot of people thought he would have started, but you can see why Postacoglu had him on the bench because he, he's nowhere near match fit. He's still a quality player, mm. and as I said, over the the coming weeks, he'll start to get fitter and fitter as the more training sessions he has. And the more minutes he gets on the on the pitch, but 
another thing as well watching the, the game Callum McGregor was okay during the game mm-hmm. he, wasn't he like yeah. outstanding running the game that's where I think somebody else needs to take control it as well for Celtic because I think a lot of it goes on to Callum McGregor you get Ryan Jack who was good Lundstrom was outstanding mm. and then you change it with Stephen Davis coming on yeah. so you've got guys that can really go and, and dictate a game I don't think Celtic have got that similar player to Callum McGregor no, they didn't have many 7 out of 10s did no, they? No I mean yep. it's a great quote because you look at it the two closest players in terms of positioning in the team that started yesterday Rodgers and Hitati. Mm. you could argue it was the worst game in the Celtic jersey for, for both of them you know, Hitati, I thought he started yeah. he didn't start great no. and never really grew into the game um, at all Rodgers you know Derek the, 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 the Rangers caller earlier mm. in the programme you know mentioned the effect of Bassey there was clearly a game plan from the Rangers coaching staff and it came to Tom Rodgers because and rightly so because he has hurt Rangers mm. so many times Um uh, over the years tactically he's very very clever um, Tom Rogers but Rangers handled him um, yesterday Yeah, as, as soon as he, he received the ball he wasn't allowed to receive a ball in a half turn bang somebody was right up against him if you give him half a yard Rogic he'll hurt you, hurt you. and that was um, that was obviously something that Rangers must have spoke about as soon as he gets because he plays in that kind of wee area just off uh, Mieda and as soon as he got it you've seen Bassey three or four times sprint as quick as he can out to him to stop uh, Rogic affecting the game So it's Rangers against Hearts in the Cup Final so much to play for in the next few weeks for Celtic for the title uh, and for Rangers still chasing the title but also the Europa League and the Scottish Cup Quick break and we're back 0808 17 17 700 The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com 0% event is on now across all used cars Let's go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre 5.45 Holiday Monday uh, Rangers fans happy Celtic fans not so happy yesterday but they were beaten 2-1 by Rangers at Hamden and Mark good to see it though with you know 25,000 of each rather than just a pocket of 700 of one or the other yeah it was great you know, and it makes it's the way it should be certainly obviously for, for cup finals or cup semis but I'd love to see it back to the way it used to be, Paul, with, with 7 or 8,000 Celtic fans at Ibrox and 7 or 8,000 Ranger fans at, at Parkhead. I don't know if I'll ever get it back to be perfectly honest. You know, as I say, there's there's next to no relationship at boardroom level between both clubs, which is very, very unfortunate, and it's not the way it should be, but that's the way it's allowed to become um, over the years. And um, yeah, it's just something, it, it was Dave King that started it, wanting to look after. Um, the amount of Rangers season ticket holders I can get why he wanted to do that you know because first and foremost you want to look after your own club and your own fans because they are the lifeblood um, but it's just unfortunate um, that we, we can't find some other kind of solution that doesn't involve only seven or eight hundred of, of, of the yeah. opposing fans being in the stadium it, it, it's just not right Neutrals down south I spoke to this morning Barry said they loved the spectacle they really enjoyed it looked good in the telly yeah, because it's the best spectacle yeah. in football for me. You light up when you talk about it. Yeah, the, the atmosphere, I mean, watching that, it was just brilliant, split down the middle, seeing both sets of fans, 25,000 each. And I don't know how many times I, I've banged on about it. It's got to go back to the way it was um, four or five years ago. Um, and I think if you ask any, I mean, I've said it plenty of times, I've heard ex old fun players speak about it, been asked the question, and every one of them, is answered exactly the way that I thought they would answer. They get it back to if it's at Ibrox, 
you've got 42,000 Rangers fans you've got 8,000 Celtic fans if you're going to Celtic Park you've got 52 or 53,000 Celtic and you've got 8,000 um, Rangers fans that's the way get it back to that and it's sad that Mark just mentioned there that both boards we sit down and sort it out mm-hmm. surely as men can they not do that? But no. there's some nonsense going on in the background with both and I, clubs I get actually. in terms of yeah. season books what yeah. Dave King maybe try to do but come on there should be other solutions that we can, we can get it back because um, when it's like that because I know for a fact I've brought plenty of people to these games from down south Yeah. Yep. and I've just watched their face and they're in awe of the situation the atmosphere it creates the colour uh, both sets of fans singing and dancing and, and whatever so yeah, I hope I hope at some stage, I hope as quickly as possible it gets back to the way it was. Two things to ask Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi here on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. A Celtic fan is on, Darren, saying, yeah, you're mentioning about Callum McGregor. Wasn't his best yesterday. He was one of the best players. Who is cover for Callum McGregor? It's obvious that Celtic need to strengthen. What do you think on that? And another question from a Rangers fan, Robert Kidd. And Ardrossan's been on. He says, I think it's worth noting, guys, that John McLaughlin, playing for Rangers, made a difference at times. He was very comfortable at the back, passing it out, playing it out from the back. One slight mistake early on, causing a corner. But he also came for those two corners at the very end of the 90 minutes, which Alan McGregor doesn't normally come out for. He took the pressure off the defence. So he's saying it changes things when the opposing team knows the keeper will come and collect the crosses. He deserves his shot at being number one for next season. Mark, first of all, what would you say? On the goalkeeper situation, yep. yeah, you know, we, we, we questioned when the team came in. I think we were all surprised to see Alan McGregor not playing and John McLaughlin giving the nod. 120 minutes later, totally the right decision. Yeah, you can't, you can't fault it. Uh, I'm not saying Alan McGregor wouldn't have had as, as good a game. Um, but yeah, the, the the points made there in terms of him dominating his six yard box, he did. You know, there was a couple of times he came and and caught balls cleanly. A couple of times he came and opted to to fist away. Um, apart from the one where he had the, the corner, a bit of indecision yeah. and and the ball uh, trickled over his foot. But yeah, a very assured performance from John McGotten. But I'd expect that Paul is a good goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, and you know, under any other circumstances, it would be Rangers number one. It just so happens that there's somebody exceptional in front of him. Does he deserve uh, his chance? McGregor. If Alan McGregor. Uh, retires and that's a big if if he did would John McLaughlin be your number one I'd give him a shot at it okay, yeah I'd good. absolutely give him okay. uh, a shot at yeah. it you know I think that you know depending on what kind of funds are available for Rangers during the summer I don't think um, finding a number one goalkeeper would be a priority yeah. I think there'd be other positions you'd need to fill first so I hope Alan McGregor plays on but if he doesn't give John McLaughlin a shot Barry we were surprised you know, yeah I was surprised yeah. um, but listen I, I've got to agree with Robert I, I, I did say that I, I think he's a very good goalkeeper. Um, he had that one mistake that Robert mentioned, um, where he's, uh, I think it was a back pass trying to play out, but that's the way that Rangers try and do things. Um, but I, th- I thought overall he had a really strong game. And see when a goalkeeper comes and takes a crosses into the dying minutes, um, it's a saviour at times. Is he better than Alan McGregor? At no, that? He, he's, is he a better goalkeeper than No, Alan no, McGregor? not coming out for the crosses. Yeah, but listen. I, I wouldn't say it's a weak point Alan McGregor I've heard a few people say it listen um, John McLaughlin was was excellent he's certainly good at coming to to take cross balls um, and I was delighted for him and I agree with Mark he is good enough to be Rangers number one the only problem that John McLaughlin's got is he's got an exceptional goalkeeper in front of him now whether Alan decides to to wrap it um, in the summer or not I do believe that John McLaughlin is good enough to be the Rangers goalkeeper. 
maybe it's Alan McGregor's shot stopping, which is sensational. Well, isn't it? So you end up there, talking about no, yeah. There's no any better. Mm-hmm. But believe me when I say this, because I've played with, yeah. I've played with the guys that are, are in the, the Premier League, and I've played with some top goalkeepers, and I'm not just saying it because I know him. He's an he's the best. He, he is w- without a doubt, and you can't be perfect at everything. Look what he's done in the big games, though. Yeah, he's, against he's Dortmund, a, for big, example, he, earlier on. He's yeah. a big game player. Yeah, he is a big game player. Um, and he's it'll be interesting to see what what he does it in in the summer. Um, I'm unsure. I, I don't know what sure. he'll do. And it, uh, uh, right now, if you task me, I think he's going to hang up his gloves. You reckon? Yeah, well, I've, yeah, got, I've got that yeah. feeling. I'm I think he's going to hang up his gloves, mm. but. That said, once you walk away from football, you can't go back again. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he's okay. His body's maybe need to take a wee bit more, or he's having to take a wee bit more care of himself day to day, which is fine. I'm sure Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, the staff, were given the leeway to do that. They would trust uh, his own personal judgment and how his body's feeling. But I think it'd be such a waste if he did go because he's, yep. he, he, he can clearly play forty games a season, no problem. Let but me I, ask you a more immediate mm. question. I know you're not sure, Barry. Is the cup final goalkeeper now John McLaughlin? Is is that what the yeah, manager's doing? I think so, he'll play John McLaughlin. Yeah. Yep, hundred percent. He'll play John McLaughlin. Is that the right choice? Yeah. Well, after the performance yesterday, uh, we questioned it before the game. I was surprised. I'm sure a lot of Rangers fans fully expected Alan McGregor to, to go in goals. But listen, John McLaughlin had um, a real solid game, and as Robert just mentioned there. Um, it's a lifesaver at times when a goalkeeper comes and flies and, and catches yeah. catches their balls. And I, I thought after that one mistake, sometimes maybe it'll affect a goalkeeper. It never affected John John McLaughlin. Um, and for me, I think he will play in the cup final. And of course, on Saturday, it didn't work for Pep, did it? For no. um, uh, Man City playing the number two keeper against Liverpool and uh, the mistake he had. I think he'll and, play McLaughlin as well. If, yeah. if, you, if there's clearly been an agreement at the start of the season mm. or certainly when, when um, Giovanni came in when the Scottish Cup started in January that you will be my Scottish Cup goalkeeper which is great if he was ever going to leave him out and break that agreement it would have been yesterday but the fact that he's played yesterday and performed very well um, uh, he will be the the goalkeeper for the Scottish Cup final that said yep. if it's Rangers last game of the season which mm-hmm. it will be even if they get to the Europa yep. League final and if it's Alan McGregor's Last, last week as a Rangers goalkeeper do you then put him in? Rangers fans I don't know what do you feel? 08, 08, 17, uh, and I'll 17, tell you some, 700 something Griggsy would have been first to go up and congratulate John McLaughlin on the performance yesterday that, that's the type of guy he is but he'd not be happy been, being left out no listen but <laughs> listen that's been that's been an agreement made um, when the Scottish Cup when the first game um, happened uh, listen he wants to play every single game any professional wants to play every single game but listen he would have been delighted for him and he would have been the, the first one up to congratulate him on his performance yesterday huge day for Rangers and well not maybe not especially but particularly for GVB proud moment you know of course I, I won two cups here um, uh, in my career as a player but uh, as I said if you have these moments as a coach you're more proud because you're of course you're responsible for for the result you know when when a team is not playing well we're also the one who's, who's looked at but in these moments as well so you know I think we uh, it's, it's a proud moment for me and to come back here next month uh, and pick up final against Hearts you know it's it's a, a good a game to uh, to finish the season but again you know a final is only nice when you win it Barry you know what that meant to him you could see it he was beaming 
Yeah, and he was. I think Mark mentioned it yesterday. It's the most animated I've seen him at the, the, the side of the pitch because I think he knew, he knew that he had to win that game yesterday. It was his cup final. Yeah, and yeah. you could see with the the delight because like, I'm sure he would have. I'm more than positive he would have put himself under pressure. He would have let it be known to the players that. Um, they had to win that that game because um, look they were coming up against the the form team and mm. and Celtic and you could see we celebration after it um, he was absolute absolute delighted with it. and listen they're in the cup final they've got a tough one against a, a very good Hearts team that will fancy their fancy their chances but you've got to go and I always went into the Scottish Cup finals think to myself do I really want to go away on holiday <laughs> in a downer yeah. really mm. that's what I always thought of. and did it work for you yeah but five times five out of five, five, out of five. five, out of five. <laughs> but you think as well yeah. for, for yesterday May 21st Rangers first chance to win the Scottish Cup since 2009 yeah. I mean Rangers yeah. going 13 years without winning it okay we know there was the three or four years of when they were down but uh, the other thing as well Celtic's first defeat at Hamden in 18 yeah I couldn't believe 18 that 18 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 18 visits mm-hmm. 18 visits to, to, to Hamden It's incredible isn't it It's yeah. amazing Rip right, got another hour to come Loads to come in the next hour Celtic fans Where do you need to strengthen Callum McGregor couldn't do it on his own Yesterday uh, Is it a one off just with Tom Roderick Not playing so well yesterday Or Rio Hatati What do you reckon And for Rangers fans What's going to happen Can you catch Celtic in the league And what about your feelings About the Europa League Are you going to go all the way Is it going to be a battle of Britain On May the 20... May 18th. 18th. Of course, it's just a few days before it, isn't it? Yeah, Wednesday, Saturday. Wow. So much to play for. News is next, and then we're back with Barry Ferguson, Mark Weedy, Paul Cooney. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Zero Percent event is on now across all used cars. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new Igo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow. Hour two of the Go Radio Football Show, Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi. We're here with Macklin Motors, our new sponsors. Great to have them on board. 0808 17 17 700. Uh, loads of calls coming in and also loads on the emails as well. And thanks for making the switch. We're on every night, Monday to Friday. John Hartson will be here tomorrow night on the programme. Uh, Rob will be here as well. And uh, Stephen Cragen, I think, tomorrow night here in the studio. Saw Big John on uh, yesterday. We could see him there along with... Uh, who was he on with Chris yesterday? Sutton, Chris Sutton Kevin was there. Kevin Thompson, yeah. Alan Hutton, Michael Stewart. Yeah. Uh, Wiping out unemployment among Darryl, the former players. Darryl yeah. Curry, yep. Yep, Darryl does really there. well there. Um, and Barry, you were on yesterday with Mark. Loads of people coming on afterwards. Um, what about yourself last night? How did you spend the evening? Was it quiet? Yeah, I watched, it, yep, yep. I watched the highlights. Um, uh, yeah, just a quiet one. Um, taking it easy, Paul. Taking it easy. Athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the reports uh, coming out today. Liverpool reportedly keeping tabs on um, Calvin Ramsey ahead of a possible summer move. Yeah. That's. Uh, could you see that happening? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Could you know Liverpool keep their eye on yep. on, on the on the market up here? They like to go and buy young. Look at their young, record young. Um, down the road of, yep. of doing that and um, getting them into into their setup. Um, so yeah, it was surprising. Calvin Ramsey, the things that I've watched him, he has caught the eye. Paul, he doesn't pressure. Listen, a wee bit nice sometimes when it comes to to, to defence and his body position. Yeah. But yes, yeah. he's very very young, but he's got all the attributes to go on and be a, a top player. And if if the fee that we believe roughly you're looking at four million pounds mm. ballpark, um, then you know that that would be good money for for Jim Goodwin to get to go and uh, reinvest in the squad as well. Huge match on Friday night coming up, of course. Kilmarnock against Arbroath. And as a West of Scotland station, we thought Killy would be coming up. And they still make him up, still top of the table. But Barry, one point in it. And it was a yeah. bad bad loss for them at Inverness. Yeah, I watched the game. Um, they, were, they were in control of the game mm. as well. They went 1-0 up Kilmarnock. And then once Cali Thistle got the, the equaliser, mm. they, they deserved to go on and, and win it. And then, obviously, Kilmarnock lose the game. And then you're looking at Saturday and thinking... Can Arbroath take advantage of that? And they go on absolute batter. Queen of the South, 5-1, and they're one point behead, uh, behind Kilmarnock. So what a game that's going to be on Friday night. And um, we, we, I think, threes agreed that we thought Kilmarnock would, would do it. But yeah. now, <laughs> you never know. You know, I, I know I'm, I'm laughing here, but I'm not being disrespectful, but mm. unbelievable for Arbroath. Yeah, unbelievable. Yep. That job that Dick Campbell's done. If he, gets him, if he gets him yeah. promoted... He's, he's got to be up there with manager of the year Barry until recently he's got to be you, isn't he you, yeah you were manager of a part time team how tough is that what's it like you're up against teams so you've played against Falkirk uh, Queen's Park and they're full time what's the difference um, the, the, the difference is obviously they've got them every single day yeah. and you've got them maximum three and a half hours a week Tuesday night Thursday yeah. night a Tuesday night and a Thursday night and you've got to bear in mind that these guys have been out and doing a eight, ten mm. or even some of them do twelve hour shifts so they come and they've not even been fed. Um, so you, you've got to you've got to watch what you do. So the, the job that he's done up there um, is nothing short of unbelievable. And if they pull this off, um, what I don't know. Surely, <laughs> you what? never know him, but no. you, you never know. I mean, I thought it was over and done with yeah. three or four weeks ago. I thought, right, Commander, I, I think they were five points ahead, mm. but now they've they've got it back to one point and. Don't be surprised if Arbroath go down there. Squeaky bum. What Mark. a game it's going to be on Friday mm. night. Yep. Um, the pressure's there, on Kilmarnock. Aye, it is. In front of their own fans. Uh, I'm sure Derek and, and everybody at the club will be rallying to get a, a full support um, down there. Have, have rugby pack, packed to rafters or Broth will bring a, yep. a, a travelling support as well. But it is an incredible story um, for Dick Campbell and, and his twin, um, Ian, who's yep. very influential. Um, there as well and, and all the staff big Rab Douglas there as well as a goalie coach so um, sometimes he's on the bench yep. um, so um, no it is a, a brilliant story but I think I do think Kilmarnock will do it but it's going to be a nervy 90 minutes it seems a world away from the life of the the big two the Glasgow big two the old firm GVB after the game Rangers winning 2-1 they're through to the cup final I think the first half we uh, we created some good chances to score but of course the the goal against us we knew we had to dig even deeper, but uh, I think in those moments uh, we were there. I think the, the, the substitutions made made a, quite a positive impact for uh, for the team. You know, fresh legs also 
we controlled the game uh, after that. You know, when you are uh, playing a semi-final, you come extra time, you know, players get tired, you know, make more mistakes. And you know in the, the second half of extra time that if you score in that moment, that, uh, you know, that's a final goal. And uh, luckily for us, uh, we, we scored the winner uh, with, with Sakala. Certainly was, and he gives it to Sakala. I like to give it to the, the yeah. player. I mean, he, he, did, he says he touched it. What would you think, Mark? You happy with that? Right, Mark Woody says yes. Absolutely. Listen, Starfield doesn't want to be credited with an own goal. And Sakala's made the run. I think it was pretty inconclusive. Give it to Sakala for sure, yeah. Barry? Yeah, Sakala's goal. How well did he do that run? Yeah, but I mean, I'd said, I I think, I can't remember who'd flashed it across the goal. um, Bassey. Yeah, but uh, before that, there was a couple couple of instances where I'm, I'm saying flash it across the goal and sometimes the strikers always yep. look for the cutback go and make that run across the front post always remember watching Alan McCoy's team he was brilliant at that mm. and um, that's what he'd done and sometimes when you don't connect with the ball sometimes it hits off the, the, the defender and that's what it's done but listen you're right in saying it's got to go to Sakala Sakala then made it 2-1 afterwards then Ange Postacoglu said Focus now has to be obviously on the title. Yeah, it's you know we, we've had to be resilient all year, and this is another challenge for us. We are disappointed. We're disappointed that we didn't get to that, to another final. We're disappointed for our fans. Um, you know, disappointed that you know we couldn't take the opportunity before us. But irrespective of what happened today, you know, we've got five games to be champions of this country, and um, you know that's doesn't change for us so we've got five games now to concentrate on and uh, starting next week and making sure we use today's disappointment to fuel um, our endeavours in this uh, next series of games Another call now Willie is on from Easter House Hi Willie, good evening Good evening All the happy very happy with the right Barry Perkins seems to love to play that game yesterday I, he's, he's got a thigh injury, I think. He's got a ham, he's going. Too old, Willie. Willie's training hard. So it was average, Rusty kicked every ball here. <laughs> so, Willie, what did you make of it? Oh, terrific, terrific. I said, how come Celtic's only 90 minutes but nothing else? 90 minutes, they run out of steam. We just played the other night. 140 minutes, 120 minutes. They're still fat in Celtic. One game a week, they're not fat enough. Who's responsible for that? Well, they haven't been defeated domestically since last September, but listen, you must be enjoying it. It happens sometimes. We've been asking Barry and Mark. Sometimes it just doesn't happen for them, partly because Rangers didn't allow them to play, but also they didn't get the out ball. There was nobody there. I mean, but Rangers... Celtic's fit, Paul. You know, Willie's point, you know, there's nothing to do with fitness at Celtic lost the game. Yesterday, what we all kind of thought was that Rangers' exertions on Thursday night might have a negative impact and then get into the latter stages of the game, but that turned out not to be the case. But Rangers won the game because they deserved to win it, Willie. They, they, they didn't win it because Celtic won the fit, and Celtic didn't lose because they weren't fit. So it's nothing to do with fitness, it was just on the day Rangers deserved to win, and Celtic's match winners from middle to front just didn't produce the goods. Well, they're like, they like dead in their feet. Barry, how did you see it from that point of view? From the, from the fitness, Celtic's fitness. Yeah, was that I, an I issue? Don't, I don't. No, I don't, listen. There's they're, they're fit guys. Yeah. Sometimes when I think when Rangers get the, the equaliser, sometimes that saps the energy uh, out you. Yeah. Because um, you think you, the the game's maybe in your hands and it's going to be won, and then obviously Rangers get the goal, and Rangers obviously get a lift for it, and that, that's a natural thing that that happens. Um, but re, to be fair, I was surprised 
that Rangers did finish a stronger. Mm-hmm. They, they, they did really look um, really right up for it, full of energy. Um, and Celtic did look tired, but listen, that that's just what happens during games. Was that what, before what the I second Rangers, goal? Yep. Yeah, get yep. into extra time. Right. The initial yep. first 15 minutes of extra time, Celtic mm-hmm. were actually okay. Um, but then, obviously, Rangers got a... A bit of energy for somewhere in the, the second party to extra time and um they went on and as soon as that, that goal went in, that was that was the game over. Celtic were obviously dead in their feet and so were Rangers at that, that stage as well and they, they held on to it. Actually, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm just thinking that the Rangers made six outfield substitutions. Mm-hmm. It was a front six, wasn't it? Back four stayed on. Yep. yep. Right. So you think about it, it was all key, you know, so you think Jack and Lundstrom were replaced uh, right, Barisic right come on for yeah. Ramsey well, yeah, yeah Barisic was off. the only Barisic one wasn't he yeah. right. but, but the other three yeah, yeah but, so you think that yeah. in, in, in the good day they've they been allowed to change yeah. it you mm-hmm. know when you look at the impact that, that Arfield had that yeah. Davis had Sakala had mm-hmm. um, yeah. obviously you know so yeah they've, they've used the substitutions that's not to say Celtic didn't use their substitutions well mm-hmm. it just meant that the, the, the players just didn't really um, really get going and I think they did miss maybe having an option like Jack and it's, it's always good to see when when you do make substitutions a manager that the substitutions have an impact mm. um, and they, they certainly did the Rangers substitutions did make an impact no doubt about it Arfield with a goal and, and Davo coming on and, and kind of controlling the midfield Sakala and I thought Scott Wright mm. after watching it again yeah. as well I thought Scott Wright done well he's he's one that I thought was out of the picture he came in against Braga um, done okay against Braga and he was the first substitution made when Ramsey came off Um, so he he should be proud of his performance as well he's not not a first Scott Wright he's not an end product he runs club he's not an end product he's done well but Willie come on I think so I'm not not a fan put it that way then Barry Mm. not a fan of Scott Wright I've seen seen good players but bad players Scott Wright's not in the top 10. What about Ramsey? Here's the manager speaking about the Welsh international. Well, he had a problem with his hamstring, so he didn't look really good. We have to assess him, but, um, you know, of course it's a blow for us that he will be out. I don't know for how long, but we just have to assess him tomorrow and... uh and see well what he has. And the manager was asked about the character of his team. Well, I mean, I mean we, we, we knew that we were, uh, you know, if we showed character and, and, and played the way we can. Also, physically, I think we, we looked also strong. Well, of course, Aaron came off with uh, with an injury, but most of the players looked uh, looked really strong throughout the extra time as well. Of course, we were able to to change some players, but, you know, it's always good to, to, to win semi-final, but also when uh, the subs have good contributions, it's always, you know, a really team performance, and that's what I'm really proud of. Well, I'll throw one, another one at you. Sorry, Mark. No, uh, just, uh, yeah. uh, right, only go Scott Arfield. What, what would you say about uh, about Scott Arfield? Scott Arfield. I thought he'd buy himself by day. It's okay for coming on games. I don't see him actually start. I don't see him starting games. Okay, coming on last twenty minutes. The guys are tired, you know. But, but, if he wasn't if he wasn't missed two chances. Well, not again. <laughs> not yesterday. Well, he yeah. made up for it yesterday, Willie. But it's good to have a guy like Scott Arfield that quality coming off the bench. I like I like Scott Arfield. You say coming off the bench, there's nothing guy. Flit starts again. He runs out of steam, but coming on the last twenty minutes, the guys are getting tired. Scott Arfield knows where he's going. Mark, no, I, I was going to say that it was interesting. Barry mentioned the trust that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst put in Scott Wright by making him his first substitution. And I think it's a key point. And that, as you look at Diallo, didn't go off the yeah. bench. Mm. I think what's happened is that 
you know, Giovanni and his staff have made a conscious effort to go and work with Scott Wright. So let's give this guy a chance. Can he take in information? Is he tactically disciplined? We know he's got pace, we know he's got good feet, we know he's got a trick up his sleeve. And the boys clearly taking it in what, what they've told him. So it's a credit to Scott White and uh, Scott Wright and the coaching staff that he's put himself ahead of Diallo in the in the pecking order. But you mean he, he came on in that position behind Kmar Roof where Scott Arfield could easily mm-hmm. play. Arebo could have shifted in and Arfield could have been on the right so that on the right side of the, the Rangers midfield. So that, that tells you that Geo trusts mm-hmm. Scott Wright to come on oh. in the semi final, which is probably Rangers' biggest game of the season. Oh, yeah. It was the cup final. Yeah. Willie? I'd like, I'd like to see the young boy Lowry around uh, Scott Wright. Young boy's got potential. Scott Wright, I don't know what Scott yeah. Wright's, I say. You'd be a hard yeah. boss to have, Willie. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm just thinking about, about the boy Lowry. <laughs> just, I, I, I shouldn't I should tell you. It's a Cameroon. Yes, a car yeah. road, no. It was a good shout. Lowry in time will be a player. Yes, yeah, isn't yep. he? Yeah, you just got to give him a bit of time. Yep. Um, mm. he, he's still he's still young. He's still got a lot to learn to do. But Willie's right. That Lowry, if he keeps his feet in the ground, keeps working hard, he's got a, a big future in front of him. Well, well yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Willie's call in Scottish Cup final night. If Rangers have won the Scottish Cup and won the Europa League three days earlier, yeah, but we didn't win the league. <laughs> <laughs> Willie, what would you say? What do you think for the rest of the season? Oh, the triples are again. The travel's on again. What do you Europe think? Cup. You... Oh, we're, back, we're back in the hunt again. Celtic's Ross County. They don't, they don't do well against Ross County. Ross County will give them a game. And what about you and Motherwell then on Sunday? Ah, <laughs> well, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> <laughs> it's remarkable the way it's turned round, though, isn't it? Because two weeks ago, people were saying they were grumbling about GVB um, and could he do it tactically at home? You know, in Scotland, he, he's done really well in Europe. But did he have the right tactics for the Scottish game and his tactical? He got it right yesterday, Barry, the substitutions. Yeah, I thought yeah. That he suffocated um, Celtic yeah, in terms yeah. of not yeah. allowing them any space. And the, the prime one was Rogic. Uh, every time he's played against Rangers in the past, he's caused them all sorts of problems. And as soon as Rogic received the ball, you go and watch that game, mm-hmm. there was somebody bang on him in a split second, not allowing him to, to turn. Because if you allow Rogic half a yard... He's going to damage you, and Rangers never allowed that yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think Rangers Celtic are something different, aren't they? Mm. I think Gio's playing, I mean, you know it's all about compared to Post Coglu. And you look at the two white guys as well. Mm. Look at the difference when they were receiving the mm. ball. I, there was only, I think it was the start of the game with Barris, it's lost Abada over the top. Yeah, After that, right, yeah. they were right to every time Jota and Abada received the ball, both full backs. Um, or right up against them Well you must have thought you know you're mentioning Ange Postacoglu but when Celtic were one up and then Cameron Carter-Vickers hit the bar if that had gone in then probably that would have been three out of three against Rangers for Ange Postacoglu uh, I just don't count I've only that's don't count Fair answer um, You tell him Willie What about a 25,000 <laughs> Willie do you prefer you're old school right you're, you're old school you must have liked it to see a 50-50 split of the fans. Oh, yes. Uh, that's, 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 not, that's not fair. That's fair. Because we like the team, both of them. It's all, people watch for each other. They're the Rangers and Celtic fans. They don't always shout at each other. They all go to each other sometimes. They go again together then go to the separate ends. <laughs> You're right, we yeah. talked about it, the respect for each other. You go for the blue and white, the green and white, but yeah. you can respect each other. And that's why we're saying... on the park. Yeah, of yes, course. Between yeah. the 22 players yeah. and the, the various 
substitutions I was total respect on the part that was one thing that was evident mm. yesterday yeah there was meaty challenges one or two wee niggles but over the piece you know because I think sometimes this fixture's got out of control in the past uh, decade or so but on the part yesterday it was great to see just that respect um, on the part not no try to con the referee at any stage or it was just it was just a uh, yeah, just respectful from from one side to the other. I know Police Scotland today have been probing alleged sectarian singing uh, by Rangers fans being escorted to Hamden yesterday, and we want to see that eradicated. There is absolutely no place for it, um, and it's a separate thing. But while we're at it, if Celtic did not mention Rangers in social media, what is that all about, Mark? You know, I mean, yeah. two two different things. Yeah, sectarianism is horrendous. Yeah. Agreed. Nobody wants to yep. disagree with that, do we? Yep. No, no sectarianism, bigotry, the whole, the whole lot. There's, there's no place for it um, at all. But, it, but and then the other point that you're making about this, the the social media team, um, there's got to be. As I've said, I think Ange Postecoglou and Giovanni Van Bronckers represent their football mm. clubs brilliantly as, as as human beings. They read the room. They get the right tone. They're respectful. They don't play to the lowest common denominator. But I think at the football clubs, uh, if you want to say it, at boardroom level, at the hierarchy, there's a lot of work to be done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, I think they should be setting better examples. For sure. I mean, not to mention Rangers. I just, I, honestly, that football club is better than that. They shouldn't, they shouldn't have anything to do with it. I mean, you saw the two managers, especially at the end, hugging each other. Yeah. And Willie's just mentioned that, you know, a lot of the fans got on with each other. Yeah. This is not healthy. This no. is not, this is keeping Police Scotland busy with some of the things that go on off the field. We should cut it out. Have respect for each other. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, no, are they ever going to cut it out? But oh, No, but I, I think know, we have to call sad. it out sometimes. We have to call Listen. it out. Yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Willie, are you going to win the cup then? We haven't even mentioned the Hertz, but we're a Glasgow radio <laughs> station. What's your scoreline in cup final day? Well, pal, uh, Celtic's got to win 3-0 so the Rangers would win, you know Right, what, what's going to happen? My pal asked Celtic what was the score? I said 3-0 for Celtic because I never get it right Well, well you, you, you'll be glad you got it wrong there What about cup final day? What's your scoreline? Oh, good for Rangers 3-0 <laughs> Good for Rangers In a shock move <laughs> <laughs> Wally, thanks for calling <laughs> Cheers, Cheers. <laughs> Show with MacklinMotors.com. Zero percent event is on now across all used cars. Let's go, 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 go. and Gredo back tomorrow morning at breakfast when you wake up. Mark, whenever you're up and about early in the morning, I'm used about yeah. kind of half seven. Paul. Oh, good to yeah, half yeah. seven. Yeah. Barry on your way home at that point? <laughs> no, <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> no you're, you're, you're keeping fit, aren't you? You're on a, a regime. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to calf. Yeah, it's getting better. I'm doing a, doing rehab for the next six weeks, so um, no running or nothing, just um, no. total gym work. So that's ready me. for the Masters. Yep, ready for the yep. Masters. Um, there's a few surprise players playing, so I need to be make sure I'm I'm um, I'm fit can as you, can be. Who are they? Can you give no. us a hint? Yeah, tell you no, yet. You can't. No. Will it be for next season? And uh, not just the Rangers team, Celtic sure. team as well. Are right. going to be, okay. They are going to be really strong. Um, so, ah. looking to see if anyone retires. I mean, 
Alan McGregor, if he retired, would he yeah, go we'll straight into the Masters? Yeah. <laughs> and Alan McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'll tell you. Yep. Uh, if not, it's Billy Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Good keeper in his day. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred Monday night. Tomorrow night, it's going to be Rob McLean here alongside John Hartson and Stephen Cragen. Uh, looking at the weekend and also what's coming up. So, unusual for Rangers, no midweek game this week. It's hard to believe, isn't yeah. it? Uh, it kind of feels yeah. a wee bit flat. It does. I've been yeah. spoiled, haven't yeah, we? Will be come, this yeah. time next week, we'll be, yeah. we'll be looking forward to the, the Leipzig game. But yeah, it kind of, you know, although tomorrow night as well, yeah. Liverpool, Man United, Oof. which is a, a belter. Yeah. Oh, Some uh, of the family uh, are heading down to that one, I, isn't I, it? I can, yeah. I can see Liverpool absolute battering Man United. You reckon? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But Man United yeah. could still get. Champions League yeah they could but let's be honest we have, if Liverpool turn up Liverpool beat them yeah. convincingly it's the depth that's... of the squad they've got now Liverpool sorry Mark I, 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 yeah. just, I, I know you'll have like, what was did I hear the stat right Man United uh, Norwich was that Ronaldo's 80th hat-trick of his career or something is that right or was it his wow. 50th club hat-trick 51st it would be something like that I, I can't remember also, over 900 900 goals he scored amazing isn't it it's phenomenal but and some people still yeah. give him credit I know some people are saying sure. whoever the new manager's going to be they've got to get Ronaldo out the door he scored like a man new team who let's be honest are no great right they've, yeah. they've struggled in parts of the season he scored over 20 goals this mm-hmm. season yeah. yep quick one Sean Dyche I wasn't on with oh, you on Friday night. Oh, yeah, I mean, we yeah, talked yeah. about him on Thursday night. Um, I mean, I know they've got new owners and a real change what, in how they've they shaped expect? that club. But how how can they sack Sean Dyche? I mean, well, they've finished. I think it was two or three times in the top ten. They've obviously been relegated a couple of times, but they've bounced straight back up. Is yeah. um, is I don't know if they've won the championship or that. Listen, they've come straight up sure. anyway. Yeah. Um, what a job he's done. And it's new owners come in. Is it American owners have got? Yeah, but they gave him a new contract. Yeah, just what? But they're going to get ago. a fancy name in. Listen, Sean Dyche suited Burnley perfectly. Mm. Were they great to watch? No, they weren't. But did they get results? You knew how to get them results, and I still thought they've got a chance. It's going to be hard, but they've still got a slight chance of getting out the relegation zone. Um, but I mean, for the job he's done, what was it nine and a half years he's yeah. been there? What a manager he's been for them. Incredible. Who's going to win the FA Cup? We'll come back to the Scottish Cup. We're going to talk Hearts, Hibs for a moment or two. And obviously more from GVB and from AP. But Barry, Chelsea up against Liverpool. Mm. Who do you fancy? I can't see past um, Liverpool, if yeah. I'm being honest with you. quadruple. I mean, I watched that game. Um, obviously 3-2 yeah. against Man City. But see the first half. 3-0 after. Well, Liverpool were... Yeah. Liverpool were awesome mm-hmm. um, just a joy to watch and that's um, without Salah being at his best is he? yeah, yeah. He, he's not been at his best but listen he's I mean again some oh, people are getting him criticism because he's not scored in I don't know five or six games <laughs> give the guy a break what a player he is um, but yeah. they're they've got every chance mm-hmm. of winning I, I, I think they win the league Liverpool yep reckon, the league, yeah. aye. do you reckon Man City will slip up and they'll yeah. be relentless yep. you're not in the new Chelsea consortium one of the big concerns. No, I like okay. Chelsea, Chelsea. I know you do. But what yeah. I do with my two sons is we go down to different stadiums and whatever and and uh, go on and have a look at the, the stadiums right. and take in a few games. What's um, your next one? Have you decided yet? What? I, I need to go to, I'm saying I need to, yep. I want to go to the, the new Tottenham stadium. Yeah. Um, yep. I want to do the West Ham stadium I've not done in Brentford. Oh, of course, yeah. the new one yeah. and the bees. Watching, yeah. watching it on Sky, the it looks a brilliant Aye. atmosphere. Yeah, it's a small stadium, yeah. but 
I like going down and, mm. and visiting these these places. Marco sort us out at the London Stadium. I know Barry yeah. can go anywhere, but uh, yeah, David Moyes. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was down at uh, West Ham Leeds a couple of months ago. Um, so Large, uh, it? it's a good yeah. it's a good uh, stadium. Great atmosphere. Mm. Um, it's absolutely buzzing just now, as uh, you would expect. Who was yeah. it the, before they put out Leon? Was it Seville? Aye, yeah. yeah. I yep. was watching the game and the atmosphere was electric. Yep. Oh, just watching it on the Aye. TV, but it looked it looked if it was a, absolute bounce. And that that was the the old stadium up in Park. Mm. Um, enjoyed playing there. That was a, a enjoy it. Yeah, it was quite yeah. close yeah. to yeah. the, wasn't it? Yeah, they're yeah. right close yeah. to. And you walk out, and all the bubbles are. Mm-hmm. So that's the yeah. three stadiums that I need to, I want to, sorry, I keep saying I need to, I want, want to, to visit. And you can now, because I think you're enjoying it not in management day to day. Yeah, I can spend yeah. a bit of time with the family, which is which is important to me. No regrets? No, not one. And whatsoever. Good. Good. Okay, that's what we want. 0808 17 17 700 so last half hour of the programme. Yep. The regrets Joining Gore, leaving Allah, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> we know that, Paul. He's in, uh, it's the old uh, Jim McLean 10 year contract we got, Barry. <laughs> yeah, go radio. Do you know, two years old yesterday. Yeah. Go radio. Congratulations to everybody at, at Go radio. And thanks to everyone who's uh, made the switch to join us here. And the numbers are going up and up. Certainly, I've a neuron, Paul. Well, <laughs> don't start. Right, very good. <laughs> uh, next up, who will say GVB a bit more? Because now it's about the run-in. He was asked uh, about the next couple of what is it to go? Five, five weeks. Five weeks to go. A terrific week for us. Uh, winning against uh, Braga, winning today and reach the cup final. It's uh, so the momentum this week is has been perfect because we have uh, a lot of games to play in the next uh, next few weeks. Gives us a lot of confidence. But uh, you know, every game it's uh, you you have to start all over again. And we're going to use this week, I think, to refresh, to recover, to rest, to make sure everyone is uh, is ready for the for the last weeks of the season. Last weeks of the season, Barry. What are you going to say? Yeah, no, yep. just when he's saying to give people a rest and, and refresh, I mm. think he'll, he'll give them a couple of days off after, yeah. obviously, the 120 yeah. minutes and, and Thursday and again, yesterday against Celtic. I think Monday and Tuesday, just sometimes it's good to take a break because mm. you're with the guys 20, sure. well, virtually all the time. Yeah. Just go and take a couple of days away and just relax and, and spend a bit of time with your family and then come in on Wednesday and, and focus on the weekend. And it's good, it's good as well for the staff. Yeah, not, not even yeah. for just for players, for for the management, for the backroom staff, just to just to sort of switch off. Because you think about it, they wouldn't have looked at Celtic, they wouldn't have spoken about Celtic, the Scottish Cup semi final, until Friday morning, until mm-hmm. they get into Ibrox or, or uh, Auckland Howie, and then you think of the prep, what that we get in, you know, as you're saying, the what that they've clearly done to nullify Tom Rogic. Mm-hmm. You know, their game plan, all the things you think they've, they've only 48 hours to go and look and get ready as a staff and as a squad to go and get ready for that Celtic game. So, the staff, the manager, the, the, the big pressure on Giovanni Van Brock, you know, he's, he wouldn't have been daft, he's, he'd been aware of the pressure on him if it didn't go right yesterday, even by winning on, on Thursday against Braga. So, for him, just to sit down, draw breath, take it in, and then get ready to go for the next four or five weeks yep, and even at this stage in the season the players ain't going to get any fitter no. with the amount of games Both this is both Rangers and Celtic so sometimes at this stage in the season which happened quite often with us when we were going into the last four or five weeks of the season 
as long as you're no daft, mm. go and take some time to get your mind totally away from football, spend it with the family, just relax and chill out. And I think that's what it'll, what it'll do the next couple of days. Rangers have kind of written, um, ripped up the playbook in the last couple of days with those two 120-minute games. Barry, if you were... Look at Celtic for a moment. What did they do this week? They had eight days. They played, what, Saturday against St. Johnson brilliantly. Then they didn't play until a week on Sunday and it didn't help them or is that too well, simple? You, you listen to, I've listened to Poster Coglu I read Callum McGregor's um, comments yeah. and yep. listen they're hurting but use this this is what, what I've I, I done in the, the team that I played in or the teams that I played in when you had a tough defeat when it's hard to take you've got to use it as fuel um, and listen sometimes he, he might say to them go and take a day or two mm-hmm. to go and, and readjust yourself uh, and get the focus back on for what's a massive five games for for um, for Celtic. So and, and I seen it at the end of the game as well when I was watching it today. See, I seen Callum McGregor and I never noticed that he brought all the huddle. players in. Uh, yeah, in that huddle at the and end. He had a wee, yep. they, they weren't they like huddle. Uh-huh. He just oh. got them in a kind of circle, wasn't it? That, and he had a, sure. a wee chat with them. Mm. So that was one. Listen, probably saying this is sore one. Listen, we never deserved it. Mm. And it's good to see that like, if you read Callum McGregor's comments, they weren't they at it. Mm never deserved it but that's a reminder probably he sent to them listen eh, you've got five massive games mm-hmm. um, to go so i never seen that yesterday mm-hmm. I know I'll yeah, just give you a wee quick looking at it on the it. Uh, on the telly but it's uh, I think it's just it's good leadership as well isn't mm-hmm. it it's just being a leader at that moment in time just whatever his message was just getting it home hammering it home and saying right because Celtic with the helicopter Sunday one that we're talking about that mm-hmm. Barry was involved in for Rangers Celtic were in a fantastic position yeah. when the Ibrooks beat you guys threw it away with three or four games to yeah. go so there'll be a message home saying listen we're not going to win the treble but winning the league is the most important thing win the league we're right into the Champions League we can enjoy summer enjoy a good rest once you're back for whatever you're doing international wise and then you're right into it Peter Grant the other night he was asked on the programme and he said well questions have been asked about Rangers playing in front of their fans they won the title by 25 points last season but it was during Covid times but they answered it again yesterday didn't they Mark would would there be anything about that and would there be any question now of Celtic do they have that bottle to say now right Celtic need to win the next if they win the next three games Mark that's it isn't it they've won the title Paul I don't have I don't have any doubts whatsoever that Celtic will be the league champions. Not None a single time. shred of doubt. No, as I said it at five o'clock tonight, Next. I expect yeah. Celtic to go on and win their next five games. I think they'll beat Rangers at Celtic Park on May the 1st. Um, I don't have a, a shred of doubt about Celtic's character, Celtic's ability to, to bounce back and become the, the league champions in, in three or four weeks' time. So did Rangers want it more yesterday? And I remember asking you at the start of the programme, perhaps, who wanted it more? Yeah, per, perhaps. Um, I, mean, I, I don't doubt for a second that, that Callum McGregor and the players you know, had, had, had visions of being in the cup final, visions of a, of a treble. I, I just think Rangers played really, really well. They responded, they rose to the occasion. And Celtic, to go and win an old firm game, or a Glasgow Derby game, whatever you want to word it. Um, middle to front, the big players just didn't turn up. They just weren't um, on it. But as I said as well, it's the fourth game that they've played each other. And apart from the first 45 minutes at Celtic Park, when Celtic uh, won very, very comfortably 3-0, it's been so tight. Yep. So, so tight. Mm-hmm. Barry? 
Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't buy into this Rangers wanting it more than Celtic. I don't. I think Celtic go and they're they're desperate to beat. I just thought Rangers were better on the day. But Mark's right. If you look at the the four games really closely, apart from that first forty five minutes where it was just, I, I don't know. If I've described it in yeah. many words, mm. but anyway, it was an absolute doing. Apart from that, it's been really tight, and it's there's not been much in the games. Mm. Yesterday, Rangers were better than Celtic. Last week or two weeks ago at Ibrooks, um, Rangers started in fire, and then I thought towards the end of the first half, Celtic were the stronger team. Rangers were more possession of the ball in the second half, but didn't really do anything with yeah. it. So I, I don't think I think Mark's got a good point there. There's there's no much between the teams in terms of the games mm-hmm. this season. Mark, you've had a couple of good points tonight. Could you come <laughs> yeah. back on Friday? And come back later. It'll be interesting to see. Listen, see yeah. when you do get a, a defeat, you don't know how they're going to react, react to it. Yeah. But if you're asking my opinion, mm. I think Celtic will go up, and I think they'll get the victory at, at Ross County. But who knows? You, mm. you need to wait till Sunday to see. My personal opinion is, I think Celtic will win, but you don't yeah. know. Yeah. And we haven't talked about this yet. Rangers, do they still want the game with Motherwell brought forward? Or are they going to say, actually, we're off all week. Bring the game on. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see. If the... And I know it's recovery time at the other end, maybe. They're thinking about... But they've got to bring it forward, Paul. You know, I mean, it is half. They've got to bring it. Is it, is it two games on? They're on Sky. Yeah, yeah, different they're times. They're yeah. for Sky, back to back. Motherwell Rangers first. Yeah, and then Celtic, yep. or Ross County v Celtic. Right. But, yep. um, no, look... <laughs> You've got to bring the game for. You've got to give Rangers the best possible chance of succeeding in Europe. But you take Absolutely. my point. Do they still Not. want that after the way they performed Thursday, Sunday? Yeah, they'll, they'll yeah. want the extra day. But, but will it make yeah. a massive difference? No, it won't. But it, it would. Like, an extra day of recovery is mm. obviously going to, going to help you. An extra day preparation as well. Yeah. Um, you think about it. You're playing Saturday, right? Win, lose or draw on Saturday if, if the sure. game's moved to Saturday. So, but Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, again for himself and his staff and his players, have Sunday off. Yep. We'll come in on Monday and we prepare mm-hmm. for Leipzig. Mm-hmm. Whereas you're playing the Sunday, you, you could give them the Monday off, but you're not really what because you're thinking, right, this is a European semi final. You know, it's not as bad as it is. It's not about getting out and getting yeah. them sprints and dogging. You know, it's about tactically preparing, mm-hmm. it's about getting into their heads, the mindset. What are Leipzig good at? Where can we get to them? Who's our key players? Where can we hurt them? Where might they hurt us? So it's about feeding your players information ahead of that game. So, yeah, it's not a be-all and end-all having the extra 40, uh, 24 hours, Paul, but it could make a difference. OK, quick break and then we're back, Barry. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Zero percent event is on now across all used cars. Let's go, 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 go. Let's go. Talking well underway, loads of people on the socials, calling, emailing, and um, on the Insta as well, about the game, the talking continues. Rangers winning <laughs> 2-1 yesterday, continues. Barry, you were about to say, just as we went into the break, I can't remember what it was about, you were about to say, we're going to talk about Hearts and Hebs at the weekend, because Hearts playing up against uh, Rangers May 21st and we're talking about RB Leipzig as well uh, Rangers looked as though they were on the Red Bull yesterday didn't they <laughs> up against hey, hey. <laughs> they're flying in the <laughs> somewhere um, so, cup final what, what about Hearts I know I hear you saying uh, Ellis Sims getting the goal early 16 minutes Stephen Kingsley will work free kick just uh, a few moments later but Chris Cadden then making it 2-1 
for Hibs coming back in but not enough what did you make of it? Well Hearts for me dominated right up until they, they scored that second goal and lost the, the, the goal what you just mentioned there Chris Cadden getting it and then to be fair to Hibs they, they tried um, I've seen Hearts play better but listen seeing semi-finals it's all about winning winning the game and, and Hearts for me had enough but I've seen Hearts play better but Hearts are a good team Paul Hearts, Hearts have got good players you just mentioned the boy there Sims and Boyce up top are a real handful Barry Mackay floating about um, wherever he wants to go he's practically got a free roll Barry Mackay when Hearts are, are um, in possession of the ball so this this is not going to be an easy game for Rangers um, I'm not buying that the Scottish Cup's Rangers Rangers need to be on it on the day because Hearts will pose a few problems. Uh, 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 what do you like? What do you think of that? I like the boy Cammy Devlin. Yep, Barry he, he come on for Hearts. I know he's been injured, but mm-hmm. I, I think he's. He's a big Bill Terry. Yeah, I like him. Uh, a lot of, he's a wee, like wee, wee, wee angry man, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but he is. He's a good. Play, he's a good type. You, you yeah. want any type uh, of, of guys in your in your team, and he come on and he was right away, man. Crunched into a, a couple of tackles. Um, you've got Andy Halliday who's playing some good stuff. Um, Kingsley. What a left peg he's got! Um, what what a free kick it was, and he scored a few of them um, this season. Uh, the boy in the mid, the hat is it Herring? Herring, yeah. He's good. He just sits in there and patrols, um, keeps it keeps the ball uh, pretty simple. But it'll be a tough game, um, tough game for Rangers. Rangers need to be on it if they want to lift the Scottish Cup because Hearts will fancy their chances. Mark's a former goalkeeper. We have to mention. Craig Gordon okay. yeah. made a significant save yeah from Ryan Portis' yeah. Uh, header yeah it, it was a brilliant save uh, and Hibs were better so, with Portis weren't they so calm so he's been out for so long but, yeah. sorry Craig Gordon yeah no, I, yeah, yeah it, another big uh, performance um, for them and, and um, I've heard his name mentioned uh, winning the play of the year um, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if he does he's, I think he's won the football writers like Barry he's won mm-hmm. it he's won it twice I think he's ever won the PFA but uh, listen between um, the goalkeepers that we have in, in, in the league up here then no, I wouldn't be surprised if, I, if there's a goalkeeper that's going to win the, the, the player of the year awards Barry player of the year yeah I, I'm just thinking when, when you were talking about that you've, you've got Craig Gordon Mark's mentioned Joe Hart who's had a good season you've got Tavernier just look at his numbers again you've got Callum McGregor mm-hmm. um, you've got you've got a few players that are, are certainly in the, in the running for it um, this moment in time for me, most consistent is probably Callum, Callum McGregor. McGregor. Mm-hmm. And this time last week, probably that's what you would have been but saying. But then I'm saying most yeah. consistent. Sure. So, so Craig, Craig Gordon's Gordon. been unbelievable yeah. for Hearts this, sure. but, this season. And, and, and James Tavernier, you've, you've got to put him in there because he, yeah. his numbers from the full-back area. And for me, he's became a, a, pro, a proper leader. So he's got mm-hmm. to be in the, sure. in the running. But probably Mr. Consistent week in week out as as Callum McGregor but so is obviously Craig Gordon and Tavernier yeah. Callum McGregor could be leading his side too it's not going to be a treble but it could well be the double are they still the favourites I know Mark you reckon they are to win the title yeah, oh, yeah Paul um, you know Celtic would need to drop seven points mm-hmm. in five games that's not going to happen um, you know and, and then and, and Rangers need to win mm-hmm. um, every game that's could Rangers win every game? Yeah, I think they could. Even though I'm contradicting myself because I'm saying I think Celtic will beat them at Celtic Park uh, on May the first. But yes, it's possible that Rangers could win every game. You wouldn't be surprised. But do I see Celtic dropping um, seven points? Absolutely not. Is it a good season 
for Rangers these are ifs and buts because I was about to say it's not often in Glasgow you can have two Uh successful teams but at the moment this could end up one of these years providing Rangers win the Scottish Cup or they win the Europa League they need to win something Um, you would rather have the Europa League over the Scottish Cup but you're finishing the season I think that the Europa League the Scottish Cup is more realistic but Hearts are going to give them a hell of a game there's no doubt about that maybe the surprise if Hearts won it but I think Rangers would do it so does that make it a good season and even if they lose to Leipzig um, in a couple of weeks time a Europa League semi-final um, beating Celtic in a Scottish Cup semi-final then go and win the Scottish Cup mm-hmm. a new manager coming in a bit of transition etc etc um, so does it make it a good season for Rangers yes I think it makes it a good season absolutely acceptable season more than acceptable and for Celtic to become the league champions considering where they were nine or ten months ago and the League Cup does that make it a good season for Celtic absolutely back into the Champions League remember for all the success Celtic had nine in a row that only twice in the Champions League got a seven seasons Paul yep. like the last mm-hmm. seven you know and that was with Brendan Rodgers that was Brendan back to back under Brendan so th- this gets them right back into the Champions League again it gives them financially gives them a right head start on Rangers now of course Rangers could end up in the Champions League if they win mm-hmm. the Europa League so we, we never know um, so, but to answer your original question, <laughs> yes, potentially it could end up a season where both boardrooms, yeah. both managers, and both sets of supporters are happy with a lot. Barry, could be. Could you ask yeah, me the question? Exactly. <laughs> no, do you know what? I think he's on the RB Leipzig. He's in the the Red Bull. Let me ask you about Leipzig. You watched the game? Yeah, they I won. watched it yesterday. I, I didn't see it all. Um, I watched them against Leverkusen. Um, they, they played away at Leverkusen. They won one 0 and um, they, they, they looked a, a decent outfit, Paul. Uh, they played... How did they play? A three at the back, and then uh, a th- defensively it was like a, f- a five-diamond-one kind of th- um, formation they played, and then offensively it was the three centre-backs, one hold, and everybody was... Um, charge? On the charge, <laughs> yep. Uh, they, were, they, were de- they look a physical team as well, so mm. it'll, be a, it'll be a tough challenge for, for Rangers, but watching them, they could beat, they could beat them. They could, if if they bring their, their A game, they, they could beat them. It will be difficult, but there is a, a an opportunity um, there for them to, to reach the final if they turn up. That is, make sure they go to Leipzig and and come back with at yeah. least a, a decent stay result. Yeah, stay in the tie. A draw, really good. A win, brilliant. Even one nil, similar to Braga, yeah. you take yeah. that, get them back yeah. to Ibrooks. Um, so if they if they get that, their results, I I said. They've got a real what a chance they've got to get into the final. Mark, is that how you see it? Yeah, just yep. first and foremost, Paul, you 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 just want to stay in the ties. So you don't mm. want to go away and lose three or four nil, yeah, and it's a dead rubber. So you get back a one nil defeat, a two one defeat keeps you right in it, and you're getting back with you know forty five to fifty thousand of your own supporters that can you know make a hell of a difference, can help you go over the line, can be inspirational. Another thing as well, Rangers know they can do it in Europe. They don't have anything to fear. Um, in Europe and it's worked well for them having the second leg back at Ibrox you, know, you think of Dortmund you think of Braga um, so aye um, 180 minutes a European semi-final anything can happen and, and and then you look at the other semi-final you could almost put the four teams in a hat yeah. and pick one out so no it, it's there for Rangers but just stay in the tie you don't want to end up going down to 10 men a daft yeah. tackle or something you get a red so mm-hmm. just stay in the tie get it back to Ibrooks with all we play for and you can't rule Rangers out yeah West Ham against Frankfurt as well so listen I, I think yeah. West Ham will, um, I would love to yeah. see Rangers and West Ham 
love be to amazing, see amazing, wouldn't it? Right. Are we going? Yeah. Oh, oh, gotta be. Seville. I may have done. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's a oh, beautiful, beautiful city. It's one of my favourite places. Oh, University lovely. city. Yeah, it's a lovely um, city. You yeah. don't see much of it in cup final days, but when you're there, it's just so hot in the middle of summer, but a oh. great time. May the eighteenth. Do you think Paul we were we were both there in two thousand three? Thank God nineteen years ago. You know, covering a European uh, final and, and it was a lovely yep. city I think we used to, was it Jerez we stayed just in the you did yeah you stayed here in the expensive one in Jerez the sherry region Barry but oh Rangers v West Ham that's mouth James can we go surely yeah maybe tasty that would be brilliant let's finish with the two managers Ange Postacoglu went into it yesterday looking for potential of a treble he was never saying that and he said well you know there were really a few deciding moments that's how these games are usually uh, decided you know I don't like I said rarely a, a one side particularly when you've got two strong teams uh, dominant over the other or an, and they're rarely open games so you know we had obviously we did have an opportunity to, to go two up it wasn't taken like I said they went up the other end and scored and even then yeah there were still moments I thought we we you know, we could have uh, done a little bit better with, but um, in the end, they took their moment in uh, in extra time and ended up winning the game. And uh, Barry, it'll be up to him to get these players ready for the, the final five games. But if you can't get up for five games, win three of them and you're champions, then you wouldn't be doing your job. And this man has done an amazing job. Yeah, well, he has. Have you, I mean, at the start of the season, with the, the kind of start they had, um, to be six points in, in front with five games to go, with 19 goals better off, it's in it's Celtics to lose. Um, so I, I'm sure they'll be, they'll, they'll be obviously disappointed with the performance, first and foremost. Um, Rangers were the better team yesterday, uh, but the mark here, a very good team, is how you, how you respond, and we'll see that at the weekend. Up at a, a tough place, a tough place to go, Dingwall. Um, let, let's be honest. What what a what an achievement it is for Malky Mackay and and Ross County to to make that mm. top six. So they they'll make it tough for Celtic. Mark, be interesting to know the starting lineup. Maybe too early just now, but he's got he's got a decision to make, hasn't he, for Sunday after that performance yesterday for the game at Ross County. Yeah, I mean, he might look at you know assess one or two uh, things. Is this now the time just to? allow Kyogo to, to, to go on his run to start him and just allow him to get that 90 minutes under his belt Celtic's next game after that will be the following Sunday at home to Rangers um, so yeah he'll look at that might have one or two we don't know Juranovic, Taylor mm-hmm. you know how those guys um, all that but Celtic's got a good squad Paul there's good depth It's not, listen it's not the finished article the squad I'm sure the manager will want to go and bring in two or three real quality signings in the summer and um, he should have the finances to go and do that uh, to be backed by by the board um, so yeah I'm interested to see his selection but regardless of who's available Celtic should still have more than enough to go and win uh, with a bit to spare in Dingwall on Sunday quick word Greg Taylor doesn't often get the headlines but he could have been part of a, a team going through to the final took his goal well he did he drilled it in well a wee bit of deflection drilled it in well but he's a quality left back Paul and de- deserves to be Celtic's left back final word from GVB what a week it's been for him and for Rangers it's been a terrific week for us uh, winning against uh, Braga winning today and reached the cup final It's uh, so the momentum this week is has been perfect because we have uh, a lot of games to play in the next uh, next few weeks gives us a lot of confidence but uh, you know 
every game it's uh, you, you have to start all over again and we're going to use this week I think to refresh to recover to rest to make sure everyone is uh, is ready for the for the last weeks of the season see the headline your excellent piece today Barry in the in the daily record but the back page headline fashion victims you're giving the goal to fashion Sakala yeah you, you've got to, you've got to give them a bit listen it's been a, a good week for Rangers no doubt about it but let's make it a perfect next five five weeks because they've got some massive games in, in front of them and and listen he needed that Gio needed that you've seen, seen after the game with his reaction um, and fair play to him you've got to, you've got to hand it to him to him and the players uh, so there's nothing won yet they've still got a lot of big games to go the fans would see that passion Barry that some of them say he's, they're a bit yeah, different but he's like Dutch. that he's yeah. like that as a, as a player Gio um, as I said it's the, the most animated I've seen him at the, the side of the pitch but he knew how big a game that that was Rangers biggest game that yesterday to make sure they, they got to the Scottish Cup final with a real chance of winning the, the Scottish Cup Barry, Mark, thanks very much for joining Barry, us. Thanks, thanks to James. Thanks to everyone Cheers. who's been on tonight. Jokal Day is up next after the news. And don't miss tomorrow night at five. Rob McLean, John Hartson and Stephen Craigan. We'll see you tomorrow night at five. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Zero percent event is on now across all used cars. Let's go. There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new iGo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow.